No. What's your least favorite scary movie? You're just jealous. <laughs> Welcome to Watch Your Least Favorite Scary Movie, the podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absurd, and all of our favorite, and least favorite scary movies. Because we believe every horror movie rightfully has its fan base. Even if we don't always get it. My name is Travis. My name is Jesse, and welcome back to another live, uncut, and mostly undrawn episode of To Be or Not To Be. This is our monthly bonus series where we... Find uh find something on Tubi we've never watched before, usually on the lower budget side of things, and uh you know, just kinda kinda stay, take a stab at it, see how we feel about it. Yeah. It's all about, you know, diving in there, finding those gems, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like going to a Walmart movie bin. Sometimes yeah. you see some movie in there that looks cheap and you've never heard of it, and you're like, Is this a gem that nobody's discovered? Well, that's Sometimes what we're here to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, we don't really have to do all of our announcements and stuff because that's nope. just, uh, this is a bonus episode, baby. Bonus. Yeah, We're that's lawless. Right. Yeah, that's right. So we just got to talk about this movie. <laughs> okay. All right, then. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this week we talked about Meet the Killer Parents. This was my pick. It looked interesting based on the trailer. Um, Kind of gave Nope vibes where the... Uh, this time the boy was taking the girl home to meet his parents for the first time, but things weren't what they seemed. Yeah. Also from the title of that, it sounds like it could be like a horror movie take on Meet the Parents. Yes. Also that. I, so. I didn't even like that didn't click into my brain until you just read it right there. Like, yeah. No, okay. Well, yeah. 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 This could be like the fourth movie in that series. Exactly. Uh, so I just, you know, it, it seemed interesting. So that's why I picked it this month. Yeah. Um, it's also... A Marvista movie. Mm -hmm. And you guys, if you've followed us for a while, you know our love for cheesy Christmas movies. Marvista makes the best of them. Mm -hmm. They pump them out like it's nobody's business. And yeah, apparently so... they're like, yeah, let's do some horror movies too. Yeah. So we've got we've got that going on. Mm -hmm. um, this is actually a Tubi original. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was released July 14th, 2023. Obviously, we watched it on Tubi because that's what this, this episode's all about. Mm-hmm. Written by Michael Rinaldi, directed by Sam Quayle. Uh, no original music and no special effects makeup. Wait, is there no... You know, I didn't really pay attention, but you know what? I don't think that there's really much music in this movie. No, it's just like um, like they had um, like songs that I guess were probably like licensed or whatever, but yeah. they didn't have any original composition in it. That's surprising. Uh, starring Dimitri Chebovatsky as Steven, Erica Ladrera, Erica Labrera as May, Caitlin McCulloch as Grace, Connor McMahon as Rob, Juno Rinaldi as Penelope, and Kate Vernon as Miriam. Hmm. All right, Travis, time for our favorite hmm. game, Budget or Bucketed. Boy, howdy. Well, this is very... Clearly, a Bug Ted movie, especially with it being Marvis. I know that they don't work with like <laughs> high dollar projects or anything like that. Uh, so I have no no money information on this. Okay, well, if they if they're doing like stock um, recordings for their music, I have a feeling it's probably not a lot. <laughs> I do have an IMDb score. Okay, and that is a four point six out of ten. Okay, that feels that feels about right where i would expect it to be yeah honestly higher than some of the to be or not to be movies we've talked about before so. yeah no well, i think our last one murder size was around actually i think it was in the threes yeah that was a rude score for that movie that was a rude score but again i get it same with this right <laughs> here like i understand why people rate it the way they do okay i pulled three movies that i'm pretty sure were like a streaming exclusive either that or they had very limited theatrical releases okay the first one I know for a fact is a streaming exclusive because it's a Hulu original, No One Will Save You. Oh, yeah. Okay. That released September 22nd, 2023. Again, I have no financial information on it, but I do have an IMDb score, 6.3 out of 10. We've heard very good things about this, and we've uh, still not had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, we've talked to a lot of people that have recommended it to us, and I want to watch it. It's just, I've, I don't know, it just hasn't come up. <sighs> 
Shit's crazy right now. Yeah, should be whack, y'all. The second movie is a Blumhouse, and I feel like it went straight to streaming, which is weird because I've heard really good things about this one also. Totally Killer. Oh, yeah, Totally Killer. Yeah, that went straight to Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is one that I would like to watch. Uh, Yeah, I've heard that that (laughs) one's really good, too. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, Like, actually, my old boss (laughs) popped by my office uh, like a few weeks ago. He's like, hey, Totally Killer, need to check it out. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, okay, cool, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that one just released pretty recently, October 6, 2023. No financials for that. But it has a 6.6 out of 10. Ooh. Yeah, yeah that one right there, um, I feel like that one's our vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen I've seen a couple glimpses of a trailer for it, and I'm like, I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then finally, I think this one is also, I also want to say it was either Prime or Shudder. Uh, we Have a Ghost. We Have a Ghost. Mm-hmm. That sounds kind of familiar. That released February 24th, 2023. Once again... No financials, <laughs> but it has a 6.1 out of 10. So all of these are rated way higher than mm-hmm. the movie we watched yes. for this. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, And you know what? I'm starting to kind of have beef with Tubi because when we pull up these originals, we don't have fucking taglines. Oh, they still don't have a tagline? No tagline. No taglines. I'm so fuck? mad. There are so many possibilities for this one. I know, and I don't even think we do the tagline game for no, Tubies. No, no, we don't because we don't do we don't do cover art for it. Yeah. Ah, fuck, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a shame because I feel like this title is it's a like, it's enough to be able to pull. You got material there to make a nice little tagline. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's honestly like if you're gonna have a cheesy title, you can have a cheesy tagline. Meet the killer parents. Yeah, hmm. yeah you could definitely do it. We're yeah, <sighs> we're okay. a little bit disappointed too. Yeah. come on. Yeah. Uh, and I, we don't really do fun facts with this. So I'd very weak on the on the background information for this. There's not a lot of cast, not a lot of crew, no taglines, no financials, whatever. Okay, I guess we'll just start <laughs> talking about our opinions on I it. Guess we'll have to, huh? Well, okay, I guess I have to kick this one off then, too, since it was your pick. Yep. All right, so good, bad, ugly, and absurd. Mm -hmm. So let's start with the good. Let's start with the good. All right, so I will say that I feel like this is a pretty well-shot and well-acted movie. It definitely looks like it's on a budget, but like it doesn't look like a cheap movie, if you know what I mean. Yes. Like you can tell that they didn't have a lot to work with, yeah. but they, they had, had very, competent people. Yeah, they had a very limited set, but everything looks very clean and professionally done. It's a nice set too. Yeah. Like it's a nice house. I'm sure well maybe I don't know. Maybe they like did exteriors and interiors all in the same place. Yeah, maybe they just like rented an Airbnb for a week. Yeah, well, that's probably where most of their budget went there because it's a very, <laughs> very nice house. That's yeah. for sure. I want I want that uh, all seasons porch they have. Oh yeah, with the jacuzzi and the fire. Dude, the jacuzzi oh. was so good. Yeah, no, they, they have a beautiful place. Um, I think that the premise itself is pretty creepy. Um, you know, the whole meeting your significant others. Uh, parents and it kind of going a oh, direction you didn't really expect to, to go. It's such a smart premise for a horror movie. Take something that's already kind of nerve wracking for somebody and relatable, and then yeah, and like a very relatable thing, and then you add like the ex, you go to the extreme with it, mm-hmm. you know, make it horror that way. I, I think I'm I always appreciate when movies take like something every like most people have experienced at some point yeah and then it kind of goes into like a weird direction like not even halfway like it gets there pretty fast yeah uh but you know it i like what they had set up there i like the setup that they had for this thing yeah but that's it for my good what do you have uh, I'd say a lot of the same. I think the cast all does a really good job with what they have to work with um there's a lot of like chemistry between all of them and i don't mean that in like sexual chemistry i just mean like you feel the relationships between all of them yeah they feel believable uh for what we're being presented with i think the only one Um, that is questionable there is penelope acting like kind of mean to grace penelope to grace and grace to penelope that all felt weird and like jarring really like oh you think the house uh like the maid is hitting on 
your boyfriend and yeah you guys are like, like these interactions just doesn't really they don't make much sense yeah but other than that yeah it's all kind of fine like the chemistry works well yeah uh, i just i i like i said i do like the premise i like that um the the drugging happens right away like she's immediately like okay something's wrong so we can get into it but i also think that hurts it in some ways because the middle drags a bit. yes 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 um so yeah uh overall interesting premise well shot well acted it's a pretty well put together movie we'll say that yeah all right so bad all right um first i wrote we don't really get a chance to get to know grace and rob before they meet the family i feel like that would have done a lot to you know like build that up to make this a little bit more of like a a nerve-wracking experience for her like yeah. hyping up like oh he's from a super wealthy family you're from a very not wealthy family like there's a lot to explore there you can make it uncomfortable you can build it up to make that first interaction between them and everything with them being in the house uncomfortable but we get Five minutes in the beginning of Rob and Grace already packing their shit to go meet the parents. Yeah, and then we get Grace and May uh, info dumping the like Grace's background. Yeah, um, and then the only thing we really get between her and Rob is that they have loud sex at his parents' house. That doesn't really give us a chance to establish their relationship. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. there's not a lot there to work with with that. Um, I also have that it drags, like you said. Like, there's not much new or interesting that happens after we see that she gets drugged and their what their ultimate goal is. So, what their goal is before we get into the movie is they they're taking this girl, like his girlfriend, and trying to turn her into their daughter slash his sister because she went missing ten years ago. Yeah. So once it gets to that right there which they get there surprisingly fast. Yeah. It kind of just meanders for about 40-ish minutes until we get to some sort of a climax. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's way too long in that part of it. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what I'm going to add to that is that I struggle with um, the quick character turnarounds. Yeah. Because, like, for as long as we're saying that it feels like it meanders, I also feel like we don't see that development that all of a sudden makes it, oh, this makes sense. Aside from the mom, because, like, the way the mom is acting, I was like, I bet she's involved with the daughter's death. Yeah. Um, But, like, oh, all of a sudden, Grace likes Stephen. Oh, all of a sudden, she hates May? Um, yeah. All of a sudden, Penelope is actually very kind and caring, and she's going to help <laughs> Grace out. Like, it, this all happens, like, very quickly. We have enough runtime in the movie to develop these these uh character arcs a little bit more but we just don't get it so we just have to believe that it happened and yeah i struggle with that yeah there's a lot of whiplash with that yeah especially the ending where all of a sudden she's like you know what no may you're smothering uh that didn't make make any sense to me but they're like they left like a tiny little crumb in the beginning where she's talking about wanting to be with Rob. It's like, you know what? I don't want to like worry about things anymore. I just want to be like well off now. Yeah. And that right there is like, oh, so like she found out she has another opportunity to like live a rich life. So I guess that takes precedence over everything else. <laughs> yeah. It just, I, I don't know. It just, it didn't make sense when we spent this whole movie talking about how they were best friends. And yeah, maybe May was a little bit like, okay, call me tonight. Call me in the morning. Like, that's a little bit much, but also she said that she wasn't entirely sure about Rob. So to me, that doesn't seem like a smothering friend. That seems like a friend that is aware you're being taken to an undisclosed second location. Like, I felt bad for May here, man. Yeah. She went, she busted her ass. Yeah. To like do some online sleuthing to help her. And then if they wanted us to really believe it was like a toxic friendship, they needed to do more other than just have Grace at the end say, because I don't know if they're trying to say that like, Grace really did have Stockholm syndrome with Steven, or if she's like realizing that she had a toxic friendship with May. We don't get enough of that I don't either know. way. Well, at the very beginning, May cockbox her whenever they are about to like get a little bit frisky. She's like, Hey, I thought you guys were leaving, remember? Like that kind of felt unnecessary. Like, get the fuck out of here, May. What, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, and that right there, she's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you if I get a chance. <laughs> Stop smothering me. Uh okay. Now time for ugly. Yes. 
Um, I, huh, I have written here meeting parents and acting a fool, but uh, I mean, yeah, like she, um, like the parents are all like they're coping with some really hard trauma in like weird and disturbing ways. Like you're trying to kidnap a person to turn them into somebody that you used to love and you know it's it's just kind of weird um it's uh i don't know i I really don't know what else you could say about it like it's just like a fucking weird thing it it, there are moments where this movie feels very incestuous that's another thing i was thinking about too because you could tell whenever rob is about to have her as a sister it's like well He's also like had her as a girlfriend for a longer period of time. And he knows that he's bringing them there to take on the role of his much younger dead sister. Like it's just, it's very icky. Yeah. And also like, again, there's nothing wrong with affection between a parent and a child. But A, Grace isn't Steven's child. Right. B, I don't know. There's just something about the way he talks to her that makes me feel kind of icky. He's like infantilizing her a little bit, it, but it, also yeah, like there's like a sexual. I think that's part of it. It feels almost fetishy because she's not a small child. Yeah, but he is making her act like a small child. It really does kind of feel like that. Yeah, You're right. yeah. It's... It just it makes me it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it's super weird. It's it's such a weird dynamic to watch unfold. Which I guess I'll give the movie credit there because if that was their intention, they do make it weird and uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of, sorry, I'm going to just keep bringing things back to Dragula. But like, that's what they talk about with the filth element is we talk about things that are taboo and that make you uncomfortable. And I guess that this in a lot of ways qualifies filth, Mm -hmm. even if it's not like outright in your face nasty. It's a very taboo, uncomfortable, not okay thing. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely dirty. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my ugly for it. Okay. Oh, also like the preying on like the social inequity thing like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, oh, um, you're poor. You have a history with the law because you were poor. Um, and also nobody's going to miss you. Yeah. that, And also <laughs> like abusive power where yeah. they're like a rich and influential family that they were able to take their daughter's death and just like make it not be a thing in the news. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Absolutely. Okay. Absurd. Um, all right. So I got one moment here. Whenever he is giving Grace a tour of the house and he shows her to the gym, he's like, yeah, we got weights, uh, TV, and popcorn. And then it's just like a fucking shot of rows of popcorn. And I feel like there's also like a cotton candy machine or something in there. Like, I don't understand why no, it needs bum- to be. It was a bubble gum. Bubble gum. Yeah, yeah. yeah bubble gum. Yeah. Like, why does that need to be in your gym area? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna as like a popcorn fiend. While you're working I out, it. listen. Okay, here's an embarrassing childhood Jesse story. I used to tell my mom I was gonna play beach day, um, and that was I would lay out a towel on the living room floor and I'd put up my little Tweety Bird umbrella, and I'd say, "Mom, people eat popcorn on the beach." My little dumbass that had never been at the beach. But people eat popcorn on the beach. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like she that, knew what I was doing and she yeah. just went along with it. But that was like my like little trick to get popcorn whenever I wanted it because I had to have a beach day. That's so funny. You could be like, hey, mom, I want popcorn. Like, okay, sure. Yeah. Like, you have to go, <laughs> yeah, let me get the blanket. That. Let me get the towel. Let me get the umbrella. I get my love of popcorn from my mother. If I would just been like, I really want some popcorn, she'd be like, yeah, dude, me too. Let's pop some. Yeah. But instead, I had like this whole elaborate yeah, scheme. Yeah, let's pop some corn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was my most absurd moment. I mean, also the whole thing about, you know, trying to turn this person into your daughter is really fucking weird. But that's like a whole other thing that we're about to get into. My absurd is that this movie is implied to take place in present times. Mm-hmm. And they have this eyeball removing machine. Yeah, what the fuck is that? So that way she can get the correct eye color when we know good and well that colored contacts exist. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't understand what that was. It feels like it would have been a lot easier. Also, they like hype up this makeover and the makeover is just mm. like a side ponytail. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and like garage door eyeshadow. <laughs> it's weird. Like, it almost 
kind of flirts with the idea of being like a torture porn type movie when they have her strapped in the chair down there and like <laughs> by the way this thing can like change your eye but it can also like fuck your face up and then really it's like okay by the way you're just going to be watching slideshows and like videos of our daughter doing performances and yeah we'll do a ponytail and get you like some very brightly colored overalls but you know yeah i wanted to see like a full like mini pageant thing instead of her just walking on the stage in the gown i wanted her to do like the little dance routine her talent her interview let's get the whole pageant (laughs) world peace yeah let's (laughs) let's get those flippers in her mouth you know (laughs) yeah exactly Hmm. okay uh wait was that your absurd yes okay all right so time to rate it uh if i were to rate this thing i think i'd give it like uh, i'm probably right around there with imdb about like a four and a half yeah i think i'm gonna give it a five it took me a place i didn't expect um but i also don't know if that's the place that i really wanted to go yeah like yeah this movie had potential it could have been a lot of things and then that's what it chose to be yeah, and and I'm never gonna be mad at a movie that like does something different than what's implied in the trailer. I like that. I like being surprised, but I I didn't like that the surprise was me being incredibly uncomfortable for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of what you want, almost like with a movie like this. But like it was just not in the way that it happened. And then really, it just kind of got boring. Yeah, like, I mean it just kind of. Just nothing happened there. For yeah, a it was a lot of the same repeating over and over again. Yeah, but well, you guys will find out because we're about to yep. talk about the whole we're thing about right to now. Jump right into it. So immediately we get the Marvista logo, and Travis and I get so fucking excited. Yeah, man, because you know with Marvista you're gonna get something. I the, here's the thing too. I'm gonna add this to my list of bad because Marvista, as we learned from Christmas movies, um, they love hot cocoa. And mm-hmm. you're going to get hot cocoa with a nice little bit of steam. However, Mar Vista doesn't know how to handle hot beverages and horror movies, <laughs> yeah. as exemplified by the movie. I think it's called No Escape, also on Tubi. Yeah. Um, they get tea in that movie, but because it's ominous tea, somebody's underneath the table just like shooting out like an absurd amount of steam because it's scary. It's yeah. a scary movie. We're going to have all the steam in the world. They just like put a fog machine in the cup. Yes. And we had so many instances of beverage drugging in this movie, and we couldn't get insane steam even once. Come on, Marvista. I, I expect more of you. Yeah. Well, with this one right here, they're like, we're going for more adult. We got alcoholic beverages like margaritas and hangover cures. Listen, though, we could have had a coffee. You can spike your coffee. That's true. Get some Baileys, baby. Yeah. Like... I just, I'm disappointed. Yeah, it is a little bit disappointing after that. And even with the, like the hot tub, we don't get we don't get ominous <laughs> steam you from the hot tub. Dude, I wanted them to like open up the cover of that, and it's just like, <laughs> it's just like a, a whole cloud just like comes up like a nimbus. Just and listen, here's the thing: if you all need a good example of the Marvista Christmas movies, just go watch the Merry Christmas trilogy. Yeah, it's that time of year now. It's amazing. I love it. My mom is listening to this right now, rolling her eyes and groaning because she knows inevitably sometime within the next few weeks, I'm going to send her a Spotify link with no warning, and it is going to be Elevated by Your Love. Elevators. (laughs) Oh, my God. Those movies are weird. Yeah, you all should check them out. (laughs) Um, but anyways, so it opens with a girl we and even actually started talking about the movie. Yeah. We started talking about Mar Vista. I know. <laughs> Which uh, is an offshoot of Disney, by the way. It used to be like a Disney, like under the umbrella. And I think they're different now, or maybe they're still under the Disney. I don't know. Disney owns everything. Technically, I think Disney owns Tubi. Mm, it's Fox. They, well, they own part of Fox. Yeah. So Fox is like so many things too though. Like I don't fully Fox understand. is very problematic. Um but Well that's the thing. Like there's like different things of Fox, right? Like I yeah. don't know. Like it's not like Fox entertainment, like Fox movies are like the same as Fox News. I don't think so at least, but I don't I, I don't read know. something online that said Fox News is not even legally classified as news because they just straight up don't even bother trying to tell the truth. That was, I think, their argument in yeah. one of their court cases or something when they were yeah. talking about the voting machines. It's Ooh, a this is fucking a whole... problem. Yeah. No, we're not talking about politics okay. here. Sorry. But, we're okay, talking about Marvista. It opens with a girl who is in like a prom-like dress, I thought, but really it's like a pageant dress. Okay, this sash 
throughout all of this, I was writing Winter Queen because I thought that's what her sash said. It was like Winter Queen or Winter Princess. It says winner. winner yeah. Mm-hmm. Winner. <laughs> winter Queen. <laughs> well, because it was also snowing and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, sh- yeah sure. You can be the Winter Queen. Sure. Yeah. They give all kinds of weird pageant titles. Do they? It's not unreasonable. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter for her because she falls in the snow, so that means she's going to get axed by the silhouette with... Uh, was it an axe or was it a stool a la wrestling? Um, I don't know. I thought it was an axe because that made more sense, but if it were a stool, why don't we get to see the attack? Because like it's not yeah. done... You're not going to kill... they didn't have a special effects makeup artist for this movie. That's true. So. You're not going to get the, the killing blow, though, with like one hit with a stool. Whatever. She's dead, yeah, probably. she's dead. We got a title um, card. Yeah. We're talking about Meet the Killer Parents. Ooh, yeah. You know what this movie's going to be about, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> you know what you're getting into, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we flash forward. A girl is going to meet her boyfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. Whoa, just like the title card just said. You know who, who she kind of looks like to me? Um, What's her name? Rachel Drash uh, from... SNL, like most notable for SNL, she's Debbie Downer. Oh yeah, you know she kind of looks like her, right? I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. yep. Um, so her boyfriend Rob, uh, she thinks that he's acting kind of weird. She's uh, talking. Maybe with he's May. gonna propose, and then May's like, "You've known him for three months," and I was like, "Oh, so then you don't even actually know if he's acting weird? <laughs> like that's yeah. not enough of a, a baseline time to know somebody's <laughs> normal moods." Yeah, yep. So they packed up. They're ready to go. So. We get like a shot of them driving in the car and Rob's like, we're there. So we're already meeting the killer parents within like mm-hmm. five minutes of this movie. Uh, so it's a nice ass house. Uh, yeah. I was trying to like think of my HGTV terms in my head to describe what this would be. But all I could think of was modern. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, mid-century modern, mid-century um, modern. very open concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of land, which requires yard maintenance. Plenty of room for entertaining. Plenty of room for entertaining. It backs onto public land, so you know that you're not going to have neighbors. Got that man cave. Yeah, got the man cave. Mm-hmm. Detached garage, uh-huh. which is fully functional with electricity, so it could maybe potentially even be converted into a guest room. We got all the like HGTV, like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, exactly. So she goes in there and meets the parents. <sighs> And it, she's, they act like just because this girl grew up poor that she doesn't know how to talk to other human beings. <laughs> like she's Grace, <laughs> I am Rob's dad. <laughs> no, I mean Grace acts like she doesn't know how to talk to other human beings. Oh, really? Yeah, because she's like, uh, oh, because she, she's nervous. Yeah, but she like somebody that's nervous. She's not really watching her words at all. Like. The dad unprompted asks about beauty pageants, and she's like, "Well, they're pretty superficial." And yeah, like, mm-hmm. no, that's a thing. That's like skipping ahead a little bit, a little bit, but not by much. Not by much, no. But at the same time, like I could get that if we got to know this character more. Like maybe she's the kind of person that accidentally ports out stupid shit. We don't know. We don't get a lot of time to like get who she is. Yeah. So Rob needs to take a nap because it was a long drive and Grace slept the entire way. Um, So she's just going to wander around this house and go into a little girl's room with a picture of the girl from the beginning. Yeah. Um, Rob comes in and he's like, this room is supposed to be locked. Not even the housekeeper can come in here. Yeah. It's supposed to be my sister Jenny's room. She disappeared 10 years ago. It's a very sore subject for my parents. Please do not bring it up. And she keeps like asking questions. Yeah. She's like, oh, cool. Did she die? And he's like, what? That we don't. She just disappeared. And she goes, oh, okay. Do you guys know who did it? (laughs) And he's like, God damn it. No, this is traumatic as far as we know. Wow. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Where did she go to? (laughs) We don't fucking know. Grace, <laughs> let's go have sex. Yeah, they have really loud sex, and Miriam hears it. <laughs> yeah, she's just standing outside the door, and Grace is like, oh, yeah, we just woke up. Uh, where's the bathroom? And then she walks away, and then you see that she had no pants on. Yeah, she has on Rob's giant sweater <laughs> yeah. um, and no pants. It's very obvious what happened. How long was Miriam standing there? The entire time. Like, <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, I know. She wanted to hear if her baby boy... Was uh was good. <laughs> Ew. See, I'm sorry. More of that incest but it's a it's thing. She she cares about him so much in this movie. There's definitely something there. Uh, uh, so it's happy hour. They uh, that's what they've been 
waiting for. So they yeah. go downstairs. She's Miriam got a margarita. Shit talking Rob's exes, which obviously is gonna put Grace at ease, clearly. Um, and Grace is like nervously drinking her margarita, and so they ask her about her history, and she goes, oh, "Okay, um, lots of trauma. Let me babble for a little bit." Um, yeah, yeah. Whew, she's very open. Yeah, I like how the response that the dad has here is like, oh, "I like this one, Rob." <laughs> like, ooh, she's talking about juicy uh, poor people stuff. We don't yeah. know anything about. She's that. like, "My dad died when I was like three, so I don't remember him. And my mom was pretty abusive, so I left the house when I was fifteen. She died at some point, but I was no contact with her, so I don't really know." So, yeah, that's uh, that's my life. <laughs> and then she's like, mm, "I'm kind of dizzy," and they're like, "Oh, cool, let's get you another drink." And she's like, "I think that's a bad idea. I'm gonna go take a nap." <laughs> yeah so she goes upstairs and like passes out on the bed and then we see where she's like waking up and the dad is kind of standing in the doorway just watching her and then yeah. he disappears real quick before she can notice yeah so she goes downstairs after she wakes up she goes downstairs for dinner and penelope's like mm, i was uh i'm gonna wake you up for dinner but i guess you're awake in time and grace is like okay you're being kind of rude <laughs> she was kind of being rude yeah, but she was being kind of passive aggressive yeah. with her whole vibe. But Grace immediately, here's the thing. Grace says repeatedly that she's not a gold digger, but the second she's meeting her rich boyfriend's rich parents, she starts acting like she's better than the help. Oh yeah. She's well, like, "Oh, you're just jealous." Well, she did see during dinner Penelope go over to Rob and whisper something to him and then they kind of like giggle together for a second, so I think she got jealous there for a little bit. I mean, kind of like meet the parents, you know, Ben yeah. Stiller had sex with his babysitter slash housekeeper. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe that's where they got the idea from. <laughs> so. Um. So, yeah, she has this whole moment calling pageant superficial and Miriam's like, oh, well, I was a pageant queen. Steven was a pageant judge. That's actually how we met. And she's like, oh, okay, um, foot and mouth. Let's change the subject. I'm sure Rob is a really good big brother, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to know that. She's been told five times by this point, probably, hey, don't talk about Jenny. Like, nobody wants to talk about that shit. And I don't understand why she can't help herself because it's not like it's been something that's been brewing in her head forever. She just learned about this thing today. You cannot bring it up. It's so easy. Yeah. Um. So she gets really nervous. She freaks out. She spills her wine. And then she goes, oh, my God. Sorry, Jenny. I mean, Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> Miriam takes her to the other room while Rob and Steven go somewhere else and Miriam's like okay here's what you need to ha know is that um, I was home Rob was upstairs Jenny was by the pond I told Rob to go get Jenny for dinner and she was just gone we never found her they even dredged the pond nowhere mm -hmm. there's nothing suspicious about this yeah so don't talk about it anymore yeah uh, Grace calls her roommate May um, and she you know just kind of casually mentions that Oh, Rob has a dead sister, probably. Yeah, I know. Uh, so loud, too. And Penelope is downstairs eavesdropping on the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and then Steven says that he wants to talk to Grace. He's like, I want to explain what's happening. Like, they are all very protective of me because I was very close to Jenny. But the truth is, I really like talking about her. Which, that felt like a very real moment in the script that sometimes people will avoid talking about things that make people uncomfortable and sometimes mm -hmm. people really want to talk about those things. Um, they just don't want to talk about it because they're sick of hearing about her all the time. Well, also, like, Grace is just a brand new fucking person and she's asking very personal questions. Very invasive, yeah. Come on, man. Like, I know you're getting to know your family, but, like, you don't have to, like... That does kind of feel gold diggery, right? Like, you're like... Uh, so, like, what happened, like, you know, like... I, what yeah. are the prospects? How, how many people are we splitting the inheritance with? So, you know? Stephen, how much are you worth? <laughs> she kind of does ask, like, okay, yeah, like, she's what, like, do, what do, you do you do? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, he's like, I move money around. Oh, you embezzle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> creatively. Like, move money around creatively. Um. So yeah, he's basically like, she really liked dragonflies. How do you feel about dragonflies? She's like, they're bugs. <laughs> um, she doesn't actually say that. She's just like, they're okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, they're cool in Animal Crossing. Yeah, and they keep trying to get her to drink more drinks, and she's like, I just really don't think I should. I'm, I'm going to go to bed. Um, and Steven is very touchy-feely with her in a very uncomfortable way. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So... Grace uh, calls Penelope jealous, and Penelope is like, you just can't say I didn't warn you. Uh, so it's like in the middle of the night now. Grace is in the bathroom uh, peeing, 
yeah on the phone with may so mm-hmm. she's like using the bathroom while talking to her which is weird <laughs> But uh, May has done some online sleuthing and figured out that the disappearance of Ginny is kind of weird. Yeah, there's been there was nothing in the news about it, but there's like an online pageant forum yeah, where like all these people archived forum that she found because she like knows how to like Google. Well, no, it's like do internet. So she said this was like scrubbed from the internet. People like me know how to find it. Yeah, there's websites where yeah. they like they take like snapshots of websites mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, so she probably yeah she found something yeah. like that. And so Jenny Whitby used to like compete in a ton of local pageants, and then one day just stopped showing up. But like it was never on the news, which is weird because these people are super rich and borderline famous. So why wouldn't her disappearance be? um you know talked about and yeah. may is like but you said that steven is involved in a bunch of different businesses one of these businesses is connected to a media company is it possible he used those connections to squash the missing person case Ooh. Mm. you know which is weird right because i feel like he wouldn't be on board with not having that out there like like did his family do that behind mm-hmm. his back i think miriam pulled a lot of strings yeah, but wouldn't he be like, hey, like, why aren't you guys talking about my daughter? My daughter's missing. I'm Steven. I'm I super important. Miriam... I move money around. <laughs> Come on. I think Miriam, I don't know what she said. And that's another thing is that I feel like we needed that that piece about why, like, other than just, like, she was desperate to keep it quiet, how did she convince him? Yeah, other than just speculation. Yeah, because, May. like, clearly this whole, like, okay, we're going to find somebody to turn into a new Jenny, that feels like a newer thing. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, she goes back into Jenny's room. I noticed that the picture and the frame is gone. Mm-hmm. Dun, yep. dun, dun. Um, Miriam wanders in very wine drunk. Oh, my God. This, she is plays... my, this is my favorite Miriam in the entire movie. That woman is a good drunk actor. Yes, drunk is. acting is what I understand. It's so very easy difficult. to be. Yeah, it's so easy to go over the top. But mm-hmm. she really sounds like your friend's mom who had one glass too many at dinner and you're uncomfortable and cornered. Yeah, she's got like the great swearing going mm-hmm. on where you're like, oh, shit, that's like somebody that actually is drunk. She and might her, have actually been she's drunk. She's in her robe and her hair is like a little loose yeah. like, in a way that it isn't in the rest of the movie. It, it's well done. Yeah. Um, And she's like, you know, life is just all about sacrifices. And as if this woman wasn't ominous enough to begin with, you get full red flags now. Mm-hmm, yeah. So next morning, Grace's phone is missing. And necklace because she accidentally took the necklace with her from yeah. Jenny's room. She panicked and I feel like you're already in the room. Just be like, whoops. Yeah. And put the necklace back on there. But she didn't. She put it in the drawer with the with her phone. And she wakes up and they're both gone. And the next morning, she goes downstairs and they offer her a vegetable fruit smoothie. And it's not really an offer. It's a demand. Yeah. No, they're like, yeah, don't. She takes a sip of it. And like, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. It's going to taste terrible. Drink the entire thing in one gulp. Yeah. So she she's does. like, I just want coffee. And Marvis is like, our steam guy isn't available yeah, today. Yeah. Well, we, we lost the smoke machine. Come on. <laughs> you got to do green drink. All we got is green <laughs> green uh, margarita green whatever this is may texts grace's phone because she was supposed to call her in the morning and she gets some weird text messages back that are mostly just like emojis because miriam clearly didn't read back in any of the past messages to see how uh, grace texts <laughs> yeah but she's like yeah i got uh engaged she just like, engaged, sends, like a ring emoji yeah, yeah she's like, i can't talk i'm going somewhere uh no she didn't say that part oh yet. that's later okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well i yeah so the yeah yeah uh, Grace is rude to Penelope, calls her jealous, and says she just wants to bone Rob. She <laughs> goes, "No, here's the thing: is that all of Rob's girlfriends look exactly the same. They all come up here for one weekend, and then they're gone forever. I'm just like, I'm not gonna bother getting attached to you, and I think you should know he's a player. Mm, yeah, they all have really loud sex that we're forced <laughs> to listen to. She's like, also stop drinking so much. Yeah, because... she's like, stop getting drunk at breakfast. She goes, I didn't catch. Yeah, she's getting lightheaded again. And so she runs upstairs to grab her purse and presumably Rob's car keys. And she like tries to go um, out to the car and like Stephen and Miriam are following her. And she's like, I just need to go to town. They're like, you clearly can't drive like this. Um, so yeah, they end up. Uh, uh, dude, it's so weird. So like she goes up into her room. Yeah. And she's like on the ground looking, looking for, for her phone. phone. Mm-hmm. And then the dad just sneaks up behind her. He's like, I'm a monster. I'm going to get you. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, that was creepy. That was in the trailer. That, that was in watched. the trailer. And I was, I was like, like oh. okay. That was the moment that really got me like, okay, yeah. I want to watch this. This dad's a creep. Yeah. Whenever I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck. That is disturbing. And it yeah. still is. 
But like it, <laughs> it de-escalates way quicker than you'd ex- like expect because she's like, hey, cut it out. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Miriam tells Rob that she found Grace in Jenny's room with Jenny's necklace. She took her phone and found a message from May asking about the missing sister situation. She's like, this is why we choose girls without families. And then this is when we have the whole moment of her like trying to get to the car so that way she can get off the property because she's getting the bad vibes. Isn't that like a dumb thing to say though? This is why we choose girls without families. But like, what about friends? Because May is just a friend. She's yeah. like found family, I guess. But yeah, like, I would she's definitely a say that she's like family to Grace. But still, like, I mean, it would be the same thing if it was just like your best friend. Like, hey, by the way, this guy, my boyfriend, has like a dead sister he never mentioned. Uh, that's really fucking weird. You know, you don't have yeah. any like family members to share that type of information. I just don't understand. Like, this is the same thing that happened in Nope. Why don't these rich people just get like cell blockers for the duration of the time on the off chance that this person talks to anybody else in their life? Yes. Hey, we're in the mountains. We don't have service up here. Boom, solved. Yeah. (sighs) Anyway. Rich fucking dummies. (laughs) Um, So Grace wakes up. She's tied to a chair. Um, Steven was supposed to be microdosing her, but uh, overestimated how much was needed. Uh, they're like, you're in the salon. You're going to get a makeover to look just like Jenny, a.k.a. you're going to get a side pony. Um, <laughs> and maybe we'll change the color of your eyes with this machine. Yeah. <laughs> Been practicing. <laughs> uh, she's screaming, so they sedate her. And this is where May gets a weird text saying that uh, Grace is going to Cabo. Mm-hmm. And May's like, does he not know you hate the sun? Also, do you have a passport? And goes, all right, turning off my phone now. <laughs> Asking too many questions. <laughs> um, so Grace is being clockwork oranged, and she ends up untying herself from the chair. They're not strapping these uh, restraints tight enough. No, they're doing Everybody manages to get out of this chair. It's Except not for May. Really... No, May gets partially at... May is working on getting herself out of the chair by the end of the movie whenever Grace comes in. Oh, I thought Grace just fully no. saved her. Mm-mm. Okay, well... Yeah, she gets out. She gets out into the woods, and then when she makes it a certain length, she uh, kind of has a shock happen because she's got yeah, an ankle like brace those, on. It's like those um the dog like the invisible invisible dog fences that give the dog a shock if they hit like near the sensor. Yeah, I was thinking of like I don't know why, but I was like Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> that was just like an actual like he was on house. Yeah, I know that's why I thought it was weird. It was like, well, there's an ankle bracelet, so I guess I understand why. But like. Yeah, he doesn't get shocked. <laughs> uh, she runs back inside and finds Rob, and he's like, what? They said you left. And she goes, oh, my God, you're in on it. And he goes, no one will believe you. And yeah, then he, yeah. he helps his parents zip dire. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah, this fucking guy. It's also important to note that this guy looks like he could be part of the Skarsgård family. And I said that before um, it was obvious that he was a creep also. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he really could be part of the Skarsgård family now. Hey, man, Skarsgård's not a creep and barbarian. He's a nice guy. We don't know that. He died before we could find out his true motives. That's true. But he, from what we saw, he it's was It's open-ended. Cool. He was pretty cool from what we saw. Until he got his brain bashed. <laughs> Sorry, uh-huh. that's more something for somebody else. <laughs> so May is looking online to try and find any information about the Whippies, but there's nothing on social media, nothing on Google, other than like the one article she found. So yeah, um, she uh, Miriam is pageant coaching, um, Grace, but she is like way too drugged up so she's like having a hard time walking straight and steven's like well at this stage it's really important that she's docile and suggestible so you know that they've done this before and they're really working hard on the like brainwashing aspect yeah uh may calls the may gets a call from the cops who clearly she had contact and they're like listen we looked into your friend and she's got a record and she's like what does that have to do with her missing and they're like because we can't find any record of the whippies so I don't really know what you want us to do. Yeah, like I, Rob, Rob doesn't exist. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's man? like, shouldn't you be more alarmed about that then? That means that she's been abducted by somebody who has hidden their true identity. Can we like, yeah. it's been it's been 48 hours. Like, We're cops, we can't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they hang up on her. She's like, okay, gotta do this myself. Uh, Grace decides that she's just gonna play along with everything because Miriam's like, it'll be easier if you just go along with it. I like how like the dad comes in with drinks, like two drinks, and it's like a quiz for Grace. He's like, all right, do you want orange drink or green drink? And she's, she's like, orange. She's like, 
Let's try that again. Do you want orange drink or green drink? Green, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's like a montage of them laughing together, blowing bubbles together, and Miriam being a very mean pageant coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Steven... Oh, Stephen puts a picture of her in the picture frame. Oh yeah. Um. She's so Jenny. Yep. So we we're getting an idea of what has happened to the past girlfriends. Yeah. Meanwhile, May has managed to figure out where they're located somehow. Glockenspiel Symposium. Yeah. Whatever that is. That's a reference to Christmas Prince to the Royal Wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he says it. Glockenspiel. <laughs> what do you like, say like or that, do dude? i hear the dulcet towns of a glockenspiel? glockenspiel yeah i get it <laughs> it's more vista man we gotta get something like that yeah you're like this is tied to christmas prince <laughs> even though that's not Mar that's vista. not Mar vista. either way they're like we want to be christmas prince i i have a theory that the person at netflix responsible for the christmas prince movies is a uh, somebody that jumped over from Mar vista <laughs> yeah like they <laughs> went along like pursue his creative vision of a christmas yeah. prince movie <laughs> Uh, okay, so Grace is uh, finally able to convince Steven to take yeah. her to the pond. Because she's, she's like, like I want to see the dragonflies. So he uncuffs her and starts to take her out. But when they open the bedroom door, uh-oh, Miriam's there. She's very mad. She That's like her favorite hobby, to stand outside doors yes, of people. right? So Steven starts to tell a different story of how Jenny disappeared because he was like, oh, no, Rob wasn't home. Rob was at a friend's house. Yeah, it's going to fall apart. And she's like, you need to drink your juice. And she goes, but that medicine makes my tummy hurt. (laughs) Um, And Steven's like, I'm going to go get her a snack. And Miriam, as soon as Steven's gone, is like, I know you're faking um it's like yeah you could like i understand that you're like doing the role but you don't have to be like a little bitch about it like what the yeah. fuck dude like she's doing exactly what you guys are asking her to do yeah um but the it kind of worked out to her advantage because miriam's so angry she forgets to cuff grace back to the bed mm-hmm. so grace runs over to the door which she had stuffed her gum in Smart. so that way it wouldn't close mm-hmm. um and she runs outside uh, when she is outside, she runs into Penelope, who agrees to help because she's like, I thought you left weeks ago. And she goes, no, they've had me kidnapped this whole time. Did you not hear me screaming? Yeah. <laughs> how the fuck have you been working here and not notice that there's been a person All in All of my room? pageant coaching happens over in the garage salon torture chamber. <laughs> have you not seen them shuffling me across the yard? It's a detached garage. Like, it's the one thing these people couldn't afford. I get that this is a big house, but that's one of the most unbelievable yeah. things from this movie. So- Penelope has a change of heart. She likes her now, so they work together to get out. Meanwhile, May, May has arrived. I love the shot of May. Like her car is, it's like surrounded by like three feet of snow. Like, did you drive that little car through all of that mm-hmm. snow yep. off road? That's what happened. Yeah. Well, she did. She drove it into the, the guy woods. at the dealership. Said she had all wheel drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we got four wheels, so you got all-wheel drive. Yeah, you're yeah. good. You yeah, they all drive. She all, did it. They all work. She made it through the snow. Yeah. Uh, she made it through the woods, so she gets in, starts running through the woods. She sees Penelope and Grace, and Grace has just been drugged. Um, she didn't at one at any point try and make herself throw up. She had just drank that stuff. She probably could have. She could have just held it in her mouth. Yeah. She didn't have to swallow it because like Grace, or not Grace, uh Miriam. Miriam like left immediately after she like drank it. Yeah. She could or like I said, she could have just bleh. Bleh. Yeah, yeah, she could have done that. Yeah. Well, May because Grace can't really speak for herself. She thinks that uh, like, Penelope's yeah. the person that kidnapped her. So she attacks Penelope. Yeah, she spray uh mace maces her. Yeah. She almost said spray paints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of the family catches up and tackles them. Um Rob Miriam. attacks May mm-hmm. and Miriam beats Penelope to death with a large branch. The old, uh, the old Angela Baker special. <laughs> Robert, fetch my stool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's back in the house, um, and they got May too now. Uh, Grace wakes up cuffed. Miriam says that May will be okay as long as Grace is the perfect little Jenny. So later on, they have a mini pageant. Um, she is given. The winner sash, yay. yay! And they tell her that tomorrow she's ready, and tomorrow she'll complete her transformation. Um, she's like, "Good night, big bro." And <sighs> neither of her parents say, "Hey, 
that's your brother. Yeah, that's so weird. Like he's, you can see in Rob's face that he is pissed. He's like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, she steals his little like fob thing from his pocket mm-hmm. so she can get out of the door because he's one of those guys that keeps his keys way up at the top of his pockets. Fucking loser. Um, I don't know. If that, that doesn't make you a loser. <laughs> so she's, uh, she's about to go to bed. She's like, daddy, can you, ugh, yeah. can you tell me, a, uh, can we do story time? And he starts to go grab a book. She goes, no, I want to tell you a story. And she's like, this is a story about a little bird named Grace. Uh, whose daddy bird died and mommy bird pushed her out in the nest so she fell to the earth and a little mouse named may helped put her back together and may the mouse became kind of like mommy mouse to her and she's really her best friend and steven goes i'll see if i can arrange a visit to your little mouse friend she's in the salon he also tells like a story from his perspective about how he like the real deal with jenny like, yeah, Jenny went down to the pond and, like, never returned, and Daddy doesn't know what the fuck happened. So. He's like, I would do anything just to tell her I'm sorry. Yeah. So she's like, anything? Do you really mean that? He's like, yeah, this is a binding contract right now. Yes, <laughs> anything. <laughs> so Rob catches Grace sneaking out, and she's like, oh, I was actually coming to see you, uh, you know, one last night before we're brother and sister, as if they haven't been playing that part for weeks now. Um, but he's so horned up because he hasn't had to go kidnap a girl in a while. He's like, okay, well, yeah. sure, let's go. He's like, I'm actually kind of into the incest thing. Let's do this. Uh, yeah. So they go down to the hot tub because he promised her a night at the hot tub when they first got there. Yeah. Um, but her plan is for, which is a good plan to get in the hot tub so it'll, like, she can take her bracelet off on her ankle so she can run away. But Rob's like, oh, dad thought of everything. It's, it's waterproof. waterproof. Yeah. So uh, he like starts to kind of do stuff to her and she's like trying to ask more questions about Jenny and he's angry and horny and he starts choking her saying that he hated Jenny and so did his mom because she was clearly Steven's favorite Um, and like he's actually starting to like drown her and choke her and she's screaming so Steven comes out and he's like what the fuck and he like bashes Rob over the head dunks him in the water he's like what's wrong with you and Jenny and Grace is like Rob killed Jenny and Miriam covered it up and Miriam's like yeah fuck Jenny (laughs) My mind, when you were describing that sequence of events, I just like pictured Steven running in and stolen cold Steve Austining, like <laughs> the guy just like grabbing his section. <laughs> yeah, it would have been great. Um, so, yeah, like a little scuffle ensues. Miriam comes outside and Grace reveals to Steven, hey, they killed Jenny because they yeah. couldn't stand how much you loved her. He buys it, and then they don't backtrack at all. That They're is like, yeah. the truth, though. They say that that's what actually happened. Exactly. Yeah, they don't even deny it. They're like, yeah, well, she fucking sucked, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> she was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> So he's uh, <laughs> he's on Grace's side, and then yeah, it's... but then Rob, like they're all fighting with each other, and Rob ends up knocking Steven out, and Miriam's like, okay, tie him up. We're gonna fix all of this. Jenny has, or, God damn it. See, the transformation is complete. Grace has run off to the garage because that's where May is. And she gets in there and May is like untying herself. And she's like, cool, great. We're going to get out of here. Except Miriam has followed Grace. And Grace is like, okay, hold on. Got this. Her and May get her into the chair. And then they use the apparatus. The apparatus, yes. And um, fuck Miriam's face up. I'm glad that they actually used it for that purpose in this yeah, movie. Yeah, because they kept teasing it the whole time. Yeah. Like, obviously, it was going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it wasn't used on May. Yeah, me too. But yeah, it removes her eyes. And then May is like, okay, let's... Uh, like May's actually the entire time like, don't kill them. Let's just call the cops yeah. and get out of here. Like, we could have just tied Miriam up. Yeah. Like, that would we didn't have to make her face into chili. Like, Grace is like, hold on. Don't they, fuck this shit up for me. And They run out. <laughs> They see Steven tied up, and she's like, we need to untie him. And May's like, no, we need to call the cops. And Grace is like, no, he was kind to me. And May's like, you have Stockholm Syndrome, which I think might actually be a real thing for Grace in this moment. Yeah, it is, yeah. Because, yeah, maybe Steven wasn't the meanest of your kidnappers, but... Um, he still kidnapped yeah, you and was trying to turn you... He knew what he was doing. Yeah, he was trying to like change you into like a completely different person. It's fucked yeah. up, man. There's no defending that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Grace decides in this moment that May's actually the one that's been smothering her 
May is the reason that she can't move on to bigger and better things. And May is going to be bludgeoned over the head with a paperweight. But first, first, Stephen and Grace need to have a little father-daughter bonding time and boil Rob in the jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. While May goes, no! Yeah. Shut up, May. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then they kill me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just like, all right, we're done with you now. Yeah. So then we cut to sometime in the future. We don't know. Yeah. Um, Grace is, or Jenny, maybe. I don't yeah. know. But she oh, is yeah. fully, yeah. So before that, before that she'd asked Stephen, she said, You said you would do anything to make it up to her, right? And he goes, Yeah. And she goes, Did you mean that? And he says, Yes, absolutely. And she's like, Okay. Here we go then. Um, so she goes and kills May, and then sometime in the future, they have opened the Whitby Performance Space, where a portion of all ticket proceeds go towards the National Missing Persons Fund. And she says, "As you guys know, I was missing for ten years. I'm Jenny Whitby." And then we cut, and we see she's got green eyes, presumably from contact lenses. Yeah, because like, by the way, uh, Dad, <laughs> they make contacts like this now. He's like, "What? <laughs> yeah, shit." I've been very careful about my online footprint. I never thought to search for that. I'll creatively move some money over there and buy you some of those. Yeah, I've got $50 to spare for that. That's yeah. fine. And that's the end of the that's movie. That's the end of the movie. So, Jesse, how do you feel about it after talking about it? Here's the thing. This is one of those movies that I didn't hate watching it. Like it was an okay enough movie. Yeah. Like I think it was. I think it was mostly well done. Obviously, we talked about some of the problems we had with it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I just felt so uncomfortable, though. You know what I mean? Like it's it's got pacing issues. It's got character development issues, and it's a very uncomfortable subject to have to spend so much time with. Yeah. But- um. I think a five is the right call for it for me personally okay. based on my own personal enjoyment of it that's not i got you an objective rating of the movie i got you yeah i kind of feel the same way i'm not budging mine either i'm keeping it 4.5 because okay. yeah i mean it's got a lot of potential and it's really not a bad movie like it's watchable like it's yeah. just not really one that i want to watch again yes you know? like i did it it's fine i don't want to watch it again yeah what do you think scout's favorite part was i got written down here because i had a moment with scout and it's whenever the dad is petting on Grace and singing my baby girl to her. And whenever that happened, Scout jumped on my lap and went, Meh. and then I started petting her. So she's like, this is my favorite part. That's a touching moment. But obviously, <sighs> Scout's favorite part is Grace getting to take all these naps. Oh, so yeah. So much nap. Time. she just gets to sleep on a bed all day yeah. that's scout's dream you know what you're right yeah people bringing drinks to her all the time yep she yeah. likes that a lot too she's like i don't know why you guys don't act more like this movie damn it i thought i had it <laughs> <laughs> all right um who did you relate to um um <laughs> The people on the internet forums. The people on the internet forums, yeah. Speculating about it for a day and then just moving on with their lives. Okay. And, and when that it was right, clear, the family didn't want to talk about it publicly. I relate to May in that because like just Googling that shit and then like looking up all those forums and stuff like that to like just work around and just find. I like looking up like that unresolved mystery subreddit. I feel yeah. like that would be one of the ones on there like, what happened to Jenny? She went to pageants all the time and suddenly vanished. Nobody knows anything. Mm-hmm. That would be a good online mystery. Yeah, imagine like Nexpo or Nick Crowley or mm-hmm. Lazy Masquerade doing a video on it. Exactly. I could see it happening. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I don't think we do any of the other stuff like Dream Sequel, do we? Um, do we do I don't want a sequel for this one. No, I don't either. I uh... I like if we had a sequel to it, I want to like I I want the sequel to be Stephen gets therapy. <laughs> okay. Like yeah, uh, it's like a completely It's different not an genre. incredibly watchable movie, but it's what needs to happen. Also Grace probably needs therapy too. She's had a hard life and it took a really weird turn. What if May survives and instead of like meet the killer parents, it's let's kill the parents. Ooh. Yeah, so like you go after Stephen and you know, like maybe Steven's remarried 
just kill the wife too. She doesn't okay. know what's going on. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's let's keep the motif going. So the first Meet the Parents movie is called Meet the Parents. The second one's called Meet the Fockers. So the sequel will be called Meet the Fucker Up. Ooh. Because May is gonna up. get her revenge. And it's uh, gonna be yeah. like a combo of Meet the Fockers <laughs> and Kill Bill. By the way, May's last name is Fawker. We didn't reveal that yeah, in the yeah. movie, but we yeah, left she's... it purposefully ambiguous for sequel purposes. Yeah, exactly. And we got <laughs> Ben Stiller. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, he's in the movie too, guys. Ben Stiller's playing like the buck analog for May in the, in the <laughs> yeah. hospital. All right, let's make it happen. Tubi, okay. you guys can do that. I believe Come in on, Marvista. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, now I guess it's time for the reviews, right? Yes. Okay. I really wasn't sure where this would land. Well, yeah, we got to do the good and the bad review, yeah. right? Okay. So, okay. Remember how I said that this has a 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb? Yes. The lowest rating was a four, and then the next rating was a six. Seriously? There's only seven ratings, though, so the average still ended up being 4.6. Okay. But, uh, so here's the four. Disturbing stuff. I found this movie dragged on a bit halfway through. Once we knew what was going on, it seemed to take a while to get to the final conclusion. Mm -hmm. It was a weird ending, too. I've never seen the story played out as far as I can remember. It's a weird film with a weird plot and weird characters. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I agree with all of that. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's a very like succinct version of everything we've said. Like, yeah. it, it's definitely unique. Um, it's its own thing. Don't but... think I've ever seen anything like it before. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay. My high rating, a uh. nine out of 10. Mystery and twists. Ooh. I really enjoyed this movie because it didn't follow the predictable path I thought it was going to follow. It had mystery, creepiness, and thriller elements. I thought the ending was amazing, and I actually felt very satisfied with it. The characters I wanted survived. My best friend, I would have liked to, see, oh, the best friend, I would have liked to see what they did to May. Although she was tied up, she wasn't really harmed in any way. I guess that's why she reacted in the way she did. Interesting they murdered Penelope, who they knew for many years, but merely tied up May. This movie was better than most blockbusters in the same genre. Whoa, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's funny that they're like, yeah, I want the dad to live. Like, really? You like, didn't want watching, May to, you don't want May to live? Yeah, I wanted May to live. She's the only one I wanted to live after Grace's turn. Like, really? Yeah. And like the entire time, I don't buy the nice stuff from the dad. I just, it creeps me out even more seeing that relationship develop. No, it really was like a Stockholm Syndrome type of thing. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I didn't want either of them to but succeed like, with that. And here's the problem too. And I, here's the thing is that I think this movie had a lot that it wanted to say, especially like with the missing familial links, found family, all of that. Um, because it was a whole point with Grace that she never knew her father. And it's no big surprise that the father figure is the one that she's bonding to right. i just wish they'd i wish they had developed the characters a little bit more instead of being like okay what can we do in the movie that would be creepy like if make you, the characters matter a little bit more if you wanted to end with a dad being the good guy show some scenes of him maybe being like yeah this is kind of fucked up what i'm doing here you're your own person i love you for who you are yeah and then like like they finally like team up together to get out of that situation but like ending it with it being like, so this is my daughter, Jenny. It's still Jenny. Like, this is all really fucked up shit that I did. Like, I'm not going to support that. I'm not yeah. with you on that. Yeah. But you know what? I guess some people wanted that. So that's what you want. That's what you get, I guess. I guess. <laughs> all right. Well, now time for the titular question, Jesse. To be or not to be, do you think that you would recommend this to other people? <sighs> I think if people asked if they should watch it, I would tell them it's probably worth watching at least once. I'm not mad I watched it. I don't know that I want to watch it again, though. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at with it. So I respect what they did with the movie, what they were going for. I like that it was kind of a, a unique take on this, but it made me very uncomfortable. And I just, it's not like an uncomfortable that I necessarily want to volunteer to sit with again. I kind of feel the same way. I don't know if this would be on any of the lists of movies that I would say, hey, by the way, I know you're into this type of movie. You should watch this. Unless you're telling me, I really want a movie with some fucked up family shit where the dad is really, really creepy. I'm like, oh, I got you, man. Like, meet the killer yeah. parents. There you go. You'll, yeah, you'll like, have a great time. I don't know who the right person is for this audience. And I, that's not. this is not saying that this is a bad movie. Yeah. Um, 
it's definitely just not a movie for me. Or yeah, for it's you. not for us. Yeah, yeah. it's for um, somebody. I'm There's sure there are people out there that like this hits all the right boxes for them, and yeah. I think that's great because it is like well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it think, is for yeah. the most part. I, again, need a little bit more character development for me personally, but no, that's it's fine. A, yeah, it's a it's a well put together movie. I yeah. would say that. So yeah, it's got its audience out there. Okay. All right. I think that's it. Um, join us on Thursday. We're going to be talking about Black Friday. Yeah. So that's really fun. We're pretty excited to talk about it. Great cast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a first watch for both of us. So that was fun. Um, and also, if you're wondering, because we mentioned on the main feed that we wouldn't be covering Thanksgiving, the the 2023 Eli, Eli, Eloth, Eli, yeah. <laughs> Eli Roth uh, holiday-themed slasher. We did guest on the decision reel yeah. talking about it. So if you want to get some of our thoughts and opinions before, you know, at a minimum a year from now, <laughs> you can uh, you can go check that out over there. Yeah, as of release of this episode, that's not released yet because we just yeah, recorded we just it with them today. We just recorded it right before we recorded this. Yeah, so um, it should be, be up at some point this week. Yeah, Thanksgiving week for sure. Yeah. And then yeah. also on our Patreon, we're going to be talking about Blood Rage if yeah. you want some more Thanksgiving content. We're doing a commentary track yeah. that you can play along with Blood Rage the movie. Or you can just listen to it as like a separate recording, yeah. which, yeah. no, that's fine too. Yeah, that's fine also. It works either um, way. So that'll be out. We're shooting for Wednesday mm-hmm. for budget tier patrons. So if you're interested in that, you can subscribe. Um, you know, if you only want to subscribe for a month just to hear that, that's fine. Yeah, you can We're join yeah. some cool people like Eric and Vivi of Shaken Not Scared. Joe. Freakatron as... As is his name. There you go. As is his name. Uh, Amber and Michael. Did we do that weird? We we did that weird. Okay. We I, I I'm making sure I didn't like hallucinate all of I that. I kind of <laughs> fucked up at the Joe part right there, but you know, yeah, yeah, it's fine. But you know what? You guys are cool. It's cool. Yeah. We really we really appreciate, appreciate you guys. Help. Um, if you want to help in non financial ways, that's cool too. Because um, you know, just rate and reviewing and subscribing. I know, like, it's such a fucking cliche, but it it's a cliche for a reason because it helps yeah, podcasts it like ours. Yeah, benefits for mm-hmm. sure. We really do appreciate you guys doing that. Um, and yeah, I mean, just, uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for yep. listening. We like having you guys here. We like talking about weird and uncomfortable movies. Yeah. Thanks for giving <laughs> us an excuse to talk about this. Yeah. Um, I feel like if we had watched this and we weren't going to have an outlet to talk about it, I would have been kind of bummed out, but like having watched yeah. <laughs> it and be able to talk to people about it, regardless of how I feel about it, I'm glad that we get to get our opinions out there and give people a chance to be like, Hmm, maybe I'll be into this movie and they can check it out. And if they like it. Yeah, if you guys are listening to this and you decide to watch it, let us know what you think of it. Let us know if you feel similarly uncomfortable or if you're like, no shit, I love the like incest like subgenre oh, yeah. of horror. Like <laughs> yeah. Mother's Day, I fall asleep to that shit. You know, it's <laughs> like- it's it's funny. I feel like we like talk about the weirdest shit on the Tubi episodes. Like this is where you get That's the whole your point do- of this episode though. This is where you episodes. get your Doom Asylums, your uh, uh, Meet the Killer Parents. Uh, blood blood Junkies. Blood Junkies, yeah. your Murder Sizes. We get really weird and experimental with these here. Yeah, it's, it's fun. This is our chance to be, to get a little weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's cool. But thank you guys for being here. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you guys around Thanksgiving time. Yeah. We hope if you're traveling for the holidays that you have safe travels. If you um, don't celebrate the holiday, that you just have like a pleasant, pleasant day and a pleasant weekend. Stay safe out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You guys are cool. Yeah. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Bye. Bye.